Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you now when you use promo code DNVR, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Welcome to another Friday Susie show. I am Susie Hunter. We've got super producer Kale. Bah, 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 bah. I made him get a microphone because I don't want to talk to myself for an hour. It's okay. <laughs> I have a microphone. He's got a microphone. We love to hear it. We love including Kale in the show. Kale, did you watch any postseason games? I have not watched a single second of postseason <laughs> baseball. You are missing out. We're going to get into what's been going on with all of these very exciting series. We're going to do a little bit of Rockies news first because this is a Rockies podcast. Zach Veen is kind of crushing it in the Arizona Fall League. So after not having you know the smoothest transition to AA Hartford, he's having a great time in the Arizona Fall League. There's a great story up about him on MLB Pipeline right now. He's making friends. He's the AFL hitter of the week. And it makes you wonder, is Veen the future face of the Rockies? I hope so. I hope so. He's got the look for it. He's been hyped since he got drafted. So Right? I'm, I'm still on the hype train. I love it. All right. The postseason. We got three games today. It's today's Friday. That's the day we're recording this. We have three games we were only supposed to get to, and that is because that ALDS game two between the Yankees and Guardians got rescheduled from Thursday, postponed to Friday afternoon. Lots of weather happening in the Bronx, but the... In that Guardians-Yankees game, that went into extras. Cleveland won after 10. So that series is all tied up now. We'll see what happens there. Padres-Dodgers. Padres finally head home. We got Gonsolin and Snell on the mound. That starts at 6.30 Mountain Time. So in about, like, right after this show, you can get ready to watch some some NL West magic. That series is also tied up at one and one. We had no Seattle-Houston today. Houston leads that series 2-0. Seattle, of course, has the longest post- had, had, keyword had, had the longest postseason drought. But the Phillies had the longest drought in the National League. And that so-called hostile environment is expected there now that the Phillies and the Braves head back there. More on that in a second, but it'll be the first Phillies postseason game since, get this, Roy Holiday lost the duel to Chris Carpenter and the Cardinals in game five of the 2011 NLDS. We're also going to see, or I guess not going to see, this game is happening right now. I'm talking about it like it hasn't happened yet. This game is happening right now. Spencer Strider is back. He's been out that Atlanta phenomenon of a rookie, but he pitched tonight after missing a whole month with an oblique injury. So Aaron Nola pitching for the Phillies. He's been doing a great job. That game is still going on a crazy third inning for the Phillies where they scored six runs in the third inning. It was absolutely crazy. Oh, I liked this tweet. Okay, so Dan Roche of NBC Sports Philly, he tweeted out. Okay, so these are some numbers for you. I'm going to try my little, my, my hand at a stat. The Susie, it's a Susie stat. Get ready. Okay, so innings where the Phillies have scored six or more in the postseason from 1883 to 2021, zero. Never happened before this year. This postseason, 
They've done it twice. That's pretty fun. They're on fire. They are on absolute fire. And everyone knows it. Um, so that series right now is tied at 1-1. That game's not over yet. Might be over by the time we finish this podcast, so we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, but Brian Snitker, ahead of this game, had some things to say about Philly. Um, he said, quote, I've been in Philly when it's crazy, when I was a third base coach. Every game we played there was nuts. These guys are used to it. It's going to be, I guess, the so-called hostile environment, obviously. So he, he called it a so-called hostile environment. I don't know what he meant by that. Maybe he meant nothing by it, but just like calling it a so-called hostile environment makes me feel like Phillies fans will turn up the volume on the hostile environment. And then apparently Shane Victorino got to throw out the first pitch at the first postseason game in Philly in 11 years. And that's pretty fun. That's pretty exciting. Kale, does this sway you into watching any postseason baseball? Um, I will probably turn on the World Series. <laughs> so long from now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You have a lot going on. How's Nugget season going for you? You've been doing uh, the Nugs, right? Preseason is alive and electric. So mm. we're rocking. The Nuggets look really good, and we're going to win a title this year. That's all that matters. Yo, let's go. I love that. When does the season start? Next Wednesday. That's so soon. Yeah. Yeah, last preseason game is tonight. Where are they? In California, Golden State. Nice. Nice. Crush them. Kill them. Yeah, actually, just get out of the building alive. Uh, that has been a horror of injuries, that building, for the Nuggets lately. Oh, no. Yeah, so just get out of the building healthy. What you don't watch in baseball, I don't watch in basketball just because i'm a little busy this time of year yeah it's usually it's how i feel about baseball there's hockey there's football there's so many other things going on yeah that's fair that's fair well i'll keep you updated on all these games um okay so we you know we unfortunately i'm from philly but philly's also given us a lot to talk about so we're gonna get into some more of that in a minute but first we just gotta mention some of the people who or we got to mention, yeah, the people who keep the lights on. But before we do that, we got to talk about being a DNVR member. Because if you're not a member already, you are missing out on price bre- price breaks for Broncos tailgates and the Nuggets party bus. You uh, that animal that annual membership comes with a free t-shirt from dnvrlocker.com. You get a member-sized beer at the DNVR bar or actually you get a 15% discount if you're a member. It is 15%, right? That's a big discount. Big discount. That's huge. You get a 15% discount at the DNVR bar, which has a million TVs and it's so much fun. We were here last night. I'm going to be here again tonight. Why not? It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. It's the Friday afternoon club. More on that later. We'll plan what we're going to have for beverages. All right. Listen, also with that membership, you get extra raffle tickets at all watch parties to win free gear. I saw people winning some awesome free gear last night here during our Avs watch. It was so much fun. Also, like people got some really good t-shirts. I was a little jealous. Uh, And of course, you get all access to our members only discord you don't have to worry about jerks you can just chat with everyone in the community community about sports and more if you're not a member don't fret it's only 50 cents for your first month at the dnvr.com and if you love dnvr 
Listen, you got to love Game Time, too. We are a package deal because Game Time is the hottest ticketing site that makes it makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. So if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could get, like on the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, anything is possible with the Game Time app. Those biggest la- the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on those seats you really never thought you could get. So if you want to attend a Rockies game, you know, we got a little bit of time until that season starts back up, but you can save up to 60% when you wait closer to first pitch. And that's the case with every other sport too. So you're going to get those deals. The bottom line, if you love DNVR, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people and growing who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. And if you know what, sometimes kale, the best seat is the seat in your house. And that's only if you have a vodka TV, because that is the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all TV. Avaca TV delivers amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring Altitude Sports and AT&T Sportsnet. So you can get the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado. That's Avs, Nuggets, DU, CSU, UNC, MSU, all of the letters. Did you know that our DN, and of course, yeah. Kale knows this, that the DNVR Nuggets crew went to Serbia. There's a documentary coming out. There's a documentary coming out. How much have you seen of the documentary? I have seen none of the documentary. So actually, well, I've seen a trailer. I've seen our trailer that is public to the to the public to public to the public. It is public to the public. (laughs) It's out so you can go watch the trailer. But yeah, October 27th, our documentary comes out exclusively on Avaca TV. Oh, my gosh. That's so soon. It is so soon. That's really soon. But yeah, that's an exclusive on Avaca TV. That is going to be incredible. I cannot wait to watch this. So just another reason to hop on the Avaca TV train. So DNVR and Avaca TV, they've teamed up to create exclusive premium content like that 90-minute documentary that we're talking about, about Jokic and Serbian basketball, Serbian history, and DNVR's adventures out there. I can't wait to see it. So for that and more, you can watch it by going to ivaka.tv slash DNVR and signing up for just $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. That's like nothing. I've spent $5 on some really useless stuff. Receiver sounds fine. Check out our Nuggets pregame show tonight for a sneak peek at the trailer. I guess the trailer's already out. Trailer is already trailer's out. Trailer's already out. But go watch it on our YouTube channel. But go watch it on our YouTube channel and keep an eye out for it on Avaca TV. All right. So something interesting happened down in Atlanta. Kale, you probably didn't see this, so I'm going to tell you all about it. Let's go. Okay. So a Phillies reliever, Jose Alvarado, was set to take the mound and made the grounds crew in Atlanta totally redo the mound. And I've I've never seen a pitcher do this before. And apparently, this wasn't the first time he did this. Apparently, 
Many times that Jose Alvarado has gone to pitch in Atlanta, he makes the ground crew redo the mound. So I reached out to Tim Kelly of Phillies Nation, who has been covering this team. I'm like, I need to get to the bottom of this. This sounds weird. This sounds crazy. I went out of the background. Kayla, are we ready to roll it? Let's go. It then happened again a few weeks later when the Braves were in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park. And then, as you mentioned, you saw it on the national stage in game one of the NLDS the other day. And uh, apparently. All right. Joining the pod now is Tim Kelly of Phillies Nation to explain the mound situation. Am I a rapper? I don't know. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on. Okay, so we saw something so unusual on the national stage the other night. Jose Alvarado made the grounds crew or asked the grounds crew um, down in Atlanta to completely redo the mound. And apparently this isn't the first time this has happened. Can you walk us through what you guys have been seeing at yeah, this ballpark? I forget if it was July or August the first time that it happened that the Phillies were in Atlanta at Truist Park and Jose Alvarado asked them to essentially like pause him throwing his warm-up pitches before the inning because he wanted the grounds crew to come out and manicure the mound essentially to his liking. It then happened again a few weeks later when the Braves were in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park. And then, as you mentioned, you saw it on the national stage in game one of the NLDS the other day. And uh, apparently what it is is that Alvarado feels that when Max Fried starts, he makes like a hole or a, a divot closer to the front of the mound. And he's afraid of someone that he's a gigantic human being, 6'5", like 250. Um, he's afraid if he lands in that the wrong way, things aren't necessarily going to go well for him. So he's asked them to essentially come out and fill that hole in every time he's pitched in a game that Max Fried has also pitched in which has become kind of a, a back and forth. Even some Braves media has gotten a little uh, tight about the, the entire situation. So it's one of those things at this point. Yes, do it because you want to make sure you don't get injured. But also, it's just kind of a funny bit at this point. Yeah, you ha always have to commit to the bit. That is yeah. something that we know as content creators. Um, I've never noticed. I mean, I've never noticed this divot. I've it's this is hilarious to me have you ever are there other pitchers who have been doing this either making divots like that or asking grounds crews to manicure the mound I've just personally never seen this before yeah I mean I, I've seen from time to time a pitcher comes out and for whatever reason they don't like the conditions of the mound but no I haven't seen one specific pitcher do it multiple times in a season and only against one opponent when one specific pitcher has pitched earlier in the game. So th this is certainly a new one. It's a new one. How has uh, the Philly media reacted to this and how have your readers and Philly's fans reacted to this narrative? I actually think it's been like a little bit less of a story in Philly and more of a story in Atlanta where they, they seem to have taken this personally to some degree that uh, every, I, I think uh, Mark Bowman of MLB.com tweeted that uh, Jose Alvarado should start his own lawn service after his career ends. So uh, th there seems to be some frustration with it and it does cause a little bit of a delay, but 
uh, at this point, like you said, you have to commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. You have an exciting postseason ride to cover, and the Phillies are coming back into town. Uh, We're recording this on Thursday. They'll be back in town on Friday. What are you most excited to see now that your guys are back home? I mean, to say, without aging myself, the last time the Phillies were in the playoffs, I was in high school. So I am excited as someone who has covered this team for a few years now and certainly written about them even longer than that to get the chance to cover a playoff game. The Phillies have had some close calls over the past few years. And uh, as you know, Citizens Bank Park during the postseason is absolutely electric, as are most stadiums. But Citizens Bank Park has just kind of a different feel in the postseason. And I think everyone, media, fans, whoever, is excited to kind of get that feeling back because you hear about it, but it's been so long since the Phillies have been in the playoffs that there's people that are now in high school age, close to the same age I was the last time the Phillies won the playoffs that don't recall the Phillies ever being in the playoffs. So they've heard about it. And I, I do think that's kind of a cool thing for younger fans that will get to experience this for the first time. Yeah. Also what a fun time right now in Philly sports in general, Eagles are popping off. Phillies are good. Everyone's excited for the Sixers. I want to know, so this is obviously a Denver-based podcast. Um, what are some storylines or players that you think fans nationwide should really be paying attention to these next couple of games in Philly? I would say the bullpen is probably the storyline for the Philly. Obviously, you have Aaron Nola going game three for the Philly. So potentially, ideally for the Phillies, he goes like seven innings and the bullpen's negated. But kind of what the puzzle is, the Phillies don't have a closer per se. But Alvarado, who we obviously just talked about, has been tremendous uh, since coming back from the minors and focusing on his cutter. Sir Anthony Dominguez, when he's on, is one of the better relievers in baseball. And Zach Eflin's kind of a cool story in that he is one of the longest tenured Phillies, but always pretty much as a starter. Now he's come back late in the season as a reliever and has gotten a lot of the ninth inning work. So I think just kind of the puzzle to kind of finish out games is definitely something worth watching in the coming days. And also uh, Reese Hoskins and Kyle Schwarber kind of getting going is something the Phillies are going to need to have happen if they're going to advance. Yeah. All right. So what are your predictions for the rest of the series? I tend to think that Atlanta is going to win the series. I, I think that they are the better team and maybe as good as any team in baseball, but I do think the series is going to go five games. So you end up with three and four in Philly and then head back to Atlanta for game five. And that game five is like starts four hours, I think, before Sunday night football with the Eagles and the Cowboys. So it will be an absolutely insane day of Philly sports if that ends up coming to pass. Um, yeah, the lots are going to be insane with all of that energy in one place. It's good. I don't know if Philadelphia has the infrastructure to support that, but they don't. I, it sounds like a good time for sure. Absolutely. Hey, Tim, thank you so much for joining the pod. Enjoy the postseason. Enjoy all of the madness in Philly. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, that was fun. Kale, what if other cities named their teams like the Phillies did? The Denver Denvers. The Denver Denveries. Denver Denver Denvies. The Denver Denvies. I feel like Colorado Rockies is as close to that naming structure as you get. But but it was like the Atlanta Lanties. <laughs> the Atlanta Lanties. I I like this Phil- this naming trend based on the Phillies. I think we should 
take it mainstream. We should name all teams that way. What would be like the worst team or the worst city to name? Like what the New York Yorkies? That's not too bad. That's like at least sounds like a thing. Um, what about like the Detroit Troides? <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's so bad. That's pretty bad. Or the Los Angeles Angeles. I mean, the Los Angeles Angels is kind of exactly Yo! that. <laughs> You're so right. Damn it. Wow. Okay. So Phillies aren't the only ones who named their team like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I just stumbled upon some right you there. You just stumbled upon something that already existed. All right. Some really cool things existed in the world of baseball this week. And uh, here are some of my favorite tweets about them. First of all, this was my favorite moment. This goose. We talked about this a little bit yesterday because this happened the other night during that Padres Dodgers game at Dodgers Stadium. A goose on the loose on the field. And this personally made me so happy. One, because I, I, I love geese. But two, this is really filling the void left behind by Craig Kimbrell who was left off the postseason roster. Already lost his job as a closer. He's not part of this postseason now. Poor Craig Kimbrell. But I did like that people brought to light our other favorite ballpark animals. This dude wanted to assemble a team. The goose, the seagull, and the dog that caught Francisco Lindor's home run. <laughs> Loved it. And of course, I like Will hopped in, was like, you forgot the course cat. This course cat is iconic. He's mangy. He's ready to fight. I would I would want this cat on my team. I'm sad that no one brought up the possum. Do you remember the possum from uh, the A's game? How could I forget the possum? What an all-time day on Twitter. <laughs> an all-time day on Twitter. And finally, I got to uh, display my possum knowledge on a baseball podcast, which I never thought would happen, and I just feel very lucky. The crossover nobody thought they needed. The crossover no one thought they needed, but everyone needed. Everyone needed that. Okay, so this is here's another thing that people were going nuts over on Twitter. Randy Johnson, known for throwing a pitch that killed a bird, is a photographer. He is living a new chapter of his life. He has been. He is an NFL photographer. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you will see a shot of him with his camera. But you got to see his logo. It's hilarious. It's a picture of an upside down bird with feathers coming out of it, presumably dead. A nice nod at the thing that he's probably most famous for. I think that's hysterical. Kale, have you seen you're a, you're an artist, you're a photographer. I am. What would your version of that logo be for yourself? Oh, it's probably pretty similar. It's probably a little circle like that with a mountain in it and like a little stream coming up. I I don't know. I haven't made myself a logo yet. I need to. Yeah, you do need to. We yeah, you need to do that. You got to get on it. Not that you have all this free time right now. But. I have all the free time to make myself. No, I really do need a logo for my photography business, though. You, that is a true story. You do. Uh, J.P. Crawford was making business deals the other night. So J.P. Crawford, no free autographs. He signed this for a kid, but the kid traded him a whole big thing of cotton candy. I think that is so, so smart. That is hysterical. Hysterical. We got some comments in here, too. Um, uh, ooh, should we address these? Let's address this one from James. 
Maybe I'll make you hop in here too. James said, Susie, what is your favorite walk up song experience you have witnessed? Can't be Charlie Blackman. Ooh, Charlie Blackman's is such an experience. It's like one of the best parts about going to the ballpark. Yeah. And, you know, it's so sad, too, because with the um, the the pitch clock, we're not going to get that experience again after this. Oh, we're not? Because he won't, we won't have enough time. To do the tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I will say, I feel like towards the end of the season at Coors Field, we didn't get to hear the whole song at some point. I'm not sure why, but... Fans just kept singing it. They did the whole thing. So well, we love that for fans. I think I think fans will still they'll still sing it. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I feel like a lot of Dodgers had some really good walk up songs. Freddie Freeman has a like a walk up song that like you just have to dance to, and I forget the name of it. I asked um, Juan, who's the communication guy. I was like, what's the name of that song? And he told me and I forgot it. That's a great story. Suze. You should host a podcast about it. Uh, <laughs> James Colorado fans love to continue songs. You know what? They're team players. People are so nice out here. Kale, do you have a favorite walk-up song experience? Uh, I mean, mine is obviously Charlie Backman. I don't know what I would pick outside of that because I'm a Rockies fan. Yeah. So like, that's like the iconic one from my childhood. Yeah. I will say, um, Craig Kimbrell walks out to uh, when he's allowed to pitch. He walks out to let it go from Frozen. Um, oh, that's amazing. Which is fun because I guess earlier in the season, um, all of the Dodgers players had like their wives or their daughters or the, the women in their life pick their walkout songs. And he picked that. I guess he did well, so he just, like, kept it. So at Dodger Stadium, among, like, all these, like, everyone walks out to straight-up bangers. And then Craig Kimbrell's like, now we're going to listen to some Disney. Let it go. Let (laughs) Let it it go. go. I love that. (laughs) Um, uh, Kale and I are very musical, as you probably know. I'm making him write a parody song with me. We're going to do it. It's going to be a blast. I have done it in the past. Yes. We're going to write a parody to All Too Well, but about the Rockies. I think it's really appropriate. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be great. Let's bring it back to some of these tweets that I wanted to show you guys. So we talked about J.P. Crawford. Seattle in general has immaculate playoff energy right now, even though they are currently down in this series. But they... Someone put together a, a very interesting T-shirt, a very specific T-shirt. I'll read it. I'll read it to the people who are not watching us on YouTube. It's like a parody of one of those like ultra-specific T-shirts that you get ads for on Facebook. Never underestimate a professional baseball team from the Pacific Northwest who was tied for the division lead on April 8th, 2022. Um, I would wear this shirt, unironically. Because, again, we're a Mariners podcast now. Go Mariners. Go big Mariners. Mariners guy. Yo, Kale Sorbo, big Mariners guy. Um, this is another story that I thought was so funny. Maybe it's an oldie. Uh, someone was selling the air from Aaron Judge's 61st home run against the Blue Jays for 200 bucks. Selling it on eBay. I don't know if there were any takers. How do you know that this is real? I mean, the bag, the picture of the bag, it's, it's a little Ziploc baggie at the stadium. So. 
I guess, but it could just be a plastic bag with air in it, and he got the picture from someone else. I don't know. I would not spend $200 on that, to say the least. What what random piece of memorabilia would you spend $200 on? I don't... I don't know. I've spent $200 on vintage sports clothing, so... that's Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's I'm probably, probably going to drop that on a whaler's jacket for Halloween. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's about the only thing that I've got. Are you a Halloween guy, Cal? I love Halloween. Do you, did I tell you about my Halloween costume? No, you can, though. I'm going to tell you guys right now. You've heard it here first. I'm going to do Diana, Princess of Whalers. Love and that. And recreate that vintage sporty look that she does with, like, the oversized coat. But it's going to be a Whalers jacket, like the, the Hartford Whalers. That's going to be a great. I was uh, Spider-Man as a Nuggets fan last year. I had a Spider-Man whole... Spider-Man as a Nuggets yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had... I wore a movie realistic spider-man costume and then put on a nuggets uniform over it <laughs> wait when you say movie realistic <laughs> yeah it like looks like it comes from the movies it's got like the <laughs> fancy eyes and everything Cal, that's amazing we need pictures next is next when when's our halloween episode is that next week maybe next week but we are having a halloween party at the dnvr bar so everybody come to that Wait, I didn't know about the Halloween party. We had one last year, so I'm assuming we're doing one again. I was really depressed last year, so I didn't go. It's a bummer. <laughs> I know. I should be depressed this year with how the Rockies did. <laughs> um, all right. Do we have anything else to share? Yes, we do have another thing to share. Phil Maton, pitcher for the Houston Astros, is out for the entire postseason because he in a moment of frustration, punched his locker, and then broke his pinky. Yeah, that, that sucks. I'm sorry. You hate to see it. I mean, I know that we're rooting for the Mariners, but like, you hate to see your postseason taken away from you because you were frustrated. That's even more frustrating. Um, but just to like give you a contrast of how... I don't know. This is just telling me a lot about how I'm going to make it about the Phillies again. The Phillies have a pitcher, David Robertson, who is off of the NLDS roster with a strained calf that he injured when he was celebrating a Bryce Harper home run. So that is very different energy there. His He got a PRP shot. I think sometime in the past couple of days. So he could be back later in the postseason. Obviously it's not like breaking your pinky as a pitcher, but these guys are having so much fun. It hurts, which I think is, is pretty funny. We're going to get into a few more pieces of news around the baseball world. But first we got to mention just a few more people that we love and care about. Like the American Raptors. This rugby club is composed of crossover athletes, and they just ended their first season 5-5, five and five, which is pretty darn good considering these are former athletes coming together for the first time to put those skills to a whole new test. So if you haven't heard of the American Raptors, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. The American Raptors are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. They're coming from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. And these guys have all of the skills to excel at the game of rugby. And what's the best thing, Kale, about hitting up an American Raptors game? It's free. It's totally free. 
head over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. And if you can't make it to the game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. So check it out. But wait, even better. Our guy Colton Strickler has all of this covered for you, too, on the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast. So hit that subscribe button. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby might just be your next ride. So follow him. Follow our DNVR Rugby account to keep up with all of the latest news. Learn rugby from Colton's 101 Rugby podcasts. He's got exclusive interviews with athletes and coaches, too. And, uh, and uh, you know how we love betting. He provides betting advice on Super Rugby, and that starts at the end of February. You can find out about all of this and more at AmericanRaptors.com. Now, listen, we got to talk about Travis Legal. If you've been in a car crash that wasn't your fault, and now you have injuries, medical bills, lost income, property damage... That's a big disruption in your life. That's a lot to deal with. So where do you go from here? Don't assume the insurance companies are going to look out for you. Insurance companies will go to great lengths to tilt the playing field in their favor. And you need an experienced attorney on your side who has your back. So that's where Travis Legal Offices comes in. They understand how hard it is to deal with the aftermath of a car collision. And they want you to be, they want to be in your corner fighting for what you deserve. Travis Legal Offices is a family-run law firm experienced in Colorado personal injury cases and insurance disputes. Travis Legal Offices has attorneys who are educated locally at DU and CU law schools, and they have a staff of more than 30 with more than 35 years of experience in handling personal injury cases. So call Travis Legal Offices today at 303-766-8766 for a free consultation on your personal injury matter. That's 303-766-8766. You can also reach out 24-7 on the web at travislegaloffices.com. There's respect, response, and results, and Travis Legal Offices keeps that motto in mind on each and every case they work out work on. So reach out today to Travis Legal Offices. Kale, we got... A lot of baseball happening. But first, I do want to mention, so if you watched the Yankees-Guardians game, if you were watching that earlier, Justin Bieber got a little shout-out, but it wasn't intentional. Bob Costas called Shane Bieber, the pitcher, called him Justin Bieber. The internet kind of went wild with this, kind of had a field day. I thought it was kind of fitting because he's getting the starter confused with the Never Say Never singer, and he did something that rarely happens. He struck out Aaron Judge three times. So Sarah Langs tweeted about this earlier, too, so this is what this, this really piqued my interest here. There are only three pitchers who struck out Aaron Judge three times in a single game in 2022. Frankie Montas, Max Scherzer, and then Shane Bieber today. So it's rare. It's super rare. How about that? Um, Carlos Correa is apparently opting out of the Twins deal, his Twins deal to become a free agent. Interesting stuff. And we've got more baseball all weekend. Kale, what are you doing this weekend? Going out for my friend's birthday tomorrow. Yo, and where are you going? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. 
I need but to where decide. Are you going, where are you going after this show, Kale? Downstairs to the Friday Afternoon Club. That's right. And what are you going to have as a beverage? Uh, probably a beer. A what? A beer. A beer. Yeah. Like a juice a... drop IPA, probably. Ooh. I'm going to have a good company seltzer. I just tried the honeydew flavor yesterday. Honeydew's fire. I've been sleeping on honeydew. I had no idea honeydew seltzer could be so delicious. Honeydew. Now it's my favorite flavor, and I'm having an identity crisis because I've always been a black cherry girl. I'm a peach fan. The peach seltzer is my fave. A peach seltzy. A peach seltzy. Oh, we got, like, comments in here. Let's, like, talk about these comments. James Partney at some point said, this is the makings of a Patrick Lyons stat. I don't know what stat he was talking about, but that's the biggest compliment you can give someone in the stats world, and I appreciate that. Marty has spent, apparently Marty has spent money on game-used memorabilia. Kale can relate. Um, and let's see. Will also says, I'm going to LOL if a third baseman in St. Louis also opts out because that is also possible. We talked about that at length earlier this week, too. He says that Mariner's shirt. The yeah. makings of a patty stat, that Mariner's shirt. That's funny. Oh, no. Because it's Man. long and drawn out and super specific. That's a, that's a, huge, that's a huge compliment, I think. Huge compliment. It's a huge compliment, no matter what. All right, so we've got games coming up. First of all, Padres and Dodgers. They start at about 6.30. Tomorrow we've got – so tomorrow, Saturday, we've got Braves, Phillies, 2.07 Eastern. So, oof, nice and early. Some noon baseball here in Colorado. Charlie Morton will pitch for Atlanta. We don't know who's pitching for Philly yet. ALDS game three, we're going to have Houston and a must win for the Mariners because Houston leads that series to nothing. McCullers versus Kirby. And then we've got, we've got so many games tomorrow. So many games. Yankees, Guardians, they're tied at 1-1 right now, series-wise. Severino versus McKenzie. And then some late night West Coast baseball. That's going to be at 7.30. Yeah, real late night, 7.30 Mountain Time. And we'll see what happens. Tyler Anderson's getting the start tomorrow for the Dodgers, our old friend, versus Mr. Ears himself, Musgrove. That's fun. I'm excited. I've been loving watching all this postseason baseball. I've got multiple. Now that we know that I have multiple TVs, not just screens, y'all know I'm just, like, living large. This is fun. Kale, should we go to Friday Afternoon Club and get some Celsius? Let's and go to Friday Afternoon Club. Let's do it. I can, we can, we're in like the studio that's on our second level now. We haven't been down here in so long. I can hear, I can hear it's popping down there. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. You can find us at DNVR underscore Rockies. Kale, where can we find you on social media? At Kale Sorbo. Kale with a K and two L's. Kale with two L's. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what we say about me ending a show? That you don't know how to end a show? I ne I've never known how to end a show. So we will talk to you on Monday.